The Bible begins with the words, in the beginning, God. And I thought as we were about to launch today, what better way to begin than to say, in the beginning, God. God, that we want you to be first and foremost in all that we do. Come on, I need an amen. We're a Pentecostal church now. First and foremost in all that we do and all that we, we, we put our hands on, that, that, that He would be first in the beginning, God, as we begin this journey, as we begin this new phase of our journey, that He would be right there. I want to be able to say today that we're going to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding, but we're going to acknowledge Him in all of our ways that He will direct our path. Because we know as we acknowledge Him, it's what we acknowledge that will direct our path. And so we want to acknowledge Jesus. We want to acknowledge the Holy Spirit here today. We want to acknowledge the Father who will direct our path and we worship Him. We want His Word to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. That's our heart as we begin this new journey today. The staff meeting on Tuesday, every every Tuesday we have a staff meeting. We were gathered in the uh, lounge and we we started to sing that uh, uh, worship song. You know, Holy Spirit, thou art welcome here. And just as we began to uh, sing that, I, I really felt, even though this was all under construction and there was a scaffolding and there were people working and uh, builders and doing different stuff and wiring, I was like, let's just stop right now where we are and head on into the auditorium and let's do our first worship. Let's get on the stage because that's what we desire. We desire that the Holy Spirit would fill this place, that many lives. So we came in under all the construction. We had our first worship session. We actually did the first worship service right here on the stage. And we began to sing, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. And as we did that, man, I want to tell you, the presence of God just uh, fell down. I began to, I began to weep and I began to, I, what, once, because I suddenly realized 30 years or so ago in a service that we were about to create an environment where 30 years ago, uh, for, for me, my life got changed in a service just like this where I came and I heard the message of Jesus Christ and it changed my life forever and as I started to think about what what God could do in this place as he as he fills it over and over and over again I could not hold back the tears you see, because I started to think about, well, and actually on that day, my, on my Facebook on Friday, you know it's a year ago since my friend who actually took me to church, who actually invited me, it came up on those Facebook memory things. You, a year ago today, you were doing this and I saw the guy who, who now lives in London, who turned up the, at the church a year ago. He was the guy who walked over when I was a wasted drug addict, standing on my house, walked over to my property and said, I want to take you somewhere. And brought me into a service like this. And in that service, God touched my life and turned it around. And as I stood on here and sung with all the staff and, and we worshipped and, and we, we, we just felt the presence of God. We cried out for souls in this place. We cried out for people to come to Christ. We cried, come on, somebody get excited. We cried out for God to do significant things over the life of the place. We're believing that the Holy Spirit will fill this place and see many people's lives touched. And change. Why? Because Jesus came to seek and to save that which was 
was lost. See, because God's heart has always been to connect with man. You like that? God's heart has always been to connect with man. Always. That, that's what the Bible's about. If you, if you, you, you think about it, the, and I, I've said this before, but it's so, so true. It's that if you look at the way the Bible is written, the first two chapters, what are they about? They're about the creation and God did this and let there be light and, and God did that and God did this and God did that. But then after those two chapters, God doesn't spend any more time talking about what David Attenborough can't stop talking about. They're marvels of this creation. He can't stop talking about it. Yet God only spends two chapters because he's interested in relationship. And then you get the whole rest of the Bible. What is it about? The whole rest of the Bible is about the fact that man who was in relationship with God, that relationship was separated because of sin. And then God tells the whole story of history of how that relationship was restored, how the connection between man and God, come on, was restored and brought back into divine order. Through who? Through Jesus Christ. Through who? Oh, come on. One more time now. Through who? Through Jesus. Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross, atoning for our sins. What a glorious, glorious day. God's heart has always been to connect with man. God's all, that's been his heart from the beginning. That he would walk with us. That he would talk with us. And you know we've, we've preached it. Jesus tells that story in Matthew chapter 18 verse 12 to, to demonstrate it where the shepherd leaves. As he's got his 99 sheep but he, he just doesn't stay there. He's still going after the one. He's still looking for the one that is lost. And I want that to be the heart of our church. I don't want us to just get comfortable here. I don't just want us to just say, well, we've, we've arrived. No, this is just a launching pad, come on, for what God wants to do and that his heart is still for the lost. His heart is still, yes, we're the 99. Yes, we're, we're part of what, what God is doing, and, but he's given us a call and he's given us a mission and he's given us a, 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 re, a, a thing to do, a cause to pursue. That's God's heart to connect. So how do we arrive here at renaming and relaunching and refurbishing? Well, it was pretty simple. We'd reached our 30-year mark, and I'm just recapping some stuff. We, we reached that 30-year mark, and I, I started to ask that question. There was, a, there was a new sense in me for a hunger to, for God to, to see souls saved on a weekly basis and seeing people uh, uh, give their life to, uh, to Christ and have their lives changed. And I, I, I thought at that 30-year time, I knew that something significant happened in the life of Jesus when he, when he became 30. And I started to ask that question. You know, we were filled to the brim, and I started to ask, is this it? Is this what it's meant to be? I looked at the carpet falling off the stage. I looked at stuff that was ratty, tatty. I mean, stuff like our speakers, you want to have a look, they disappear into the scene, but have a look, they're pretty cool. But we, they, they were so old, we just threw them down the dump. That's how wrecked they were. And so, we, we, so I'm looking at this and going, is this it or does God want to reach, reach more? Because there's 54,000 people in company and, and many of them don't go to church. And, and, and so I'm thinking, what can we do? And, and so it was a stretch and it was an expand. And we heard from people like Joel Cave and Michael Murphy and different other ones who, who began to stir us up. And way back, Steve Penny, who began to stir us towards change. And, and, and so we, we embarked on this 
embarked on this adventure. And so as I thought about this, is this it? I thought, of course it's not it. The 54,000 people need to be rich. When we did that miracle and saw that miracle out uh, with all the sand, I thought, God, God is not just doing that by accident. That's not just some type of, type of freak with the fact that our national highway that used to be way over there is soon going to be passing uh, right by, right beside us. There's going to be, uh, I believe that God is wanting to do something through and in us that is significant. And so we've worked very hard to ready a place. To ready a place, so as the master calls, not just me, but you. This is not my job. It's it's, it's all of our job. As the master uh, calls us unto a servant, and he says, "Go out to the roads and to the country lanes, and compel them to come in." Why? So that my house would be full. And let's not just full it once. Let's just not full it twice. Let's full it over and over. And over again. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know how God is going to do all of that. But I do know that as we step out, I do know that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And as we step out into the purposes of God, I'm believing God that he will do something incredible. See, I, I want us to understand that what we've done here today is not just for us to enjoy. It's for us to deploy. It's for us to deploy. We're on mission now. We're on mission. And God's deploying us into the, into the harvest fields, into those, those places around us, into our workplaces to, to talk with people that sometimes we, they annoy us or, or maybe you don't like that person or whatever. Or maybe God's going to give you divine encounters with people. And, and we're, we're, we're just preparing a place where, where you can deploy, where you can say to somebody when they say to you, you're a little bit different. What, what, what is different about you? Well, I want to tell you, Jesus changed my, uh, my life. Well, what does that mean? It's like, do you have to go to church? And you can turn, have to go to church. No, man, I get to go to church. Hey, you need to, you need to come. I, I want to take you. Give me one hour of your time. And we want to create an environment where you can invite your friend and you're not worried that, to, that, that today I'm going to do, well, I do do stuff that's crazy, but you're not going to have to worry about, uh, uh, man, they're going to do something. Can I invite my friend to that? Or I'm going to be ridiculed. We want to prepare a place when you're deployed, you can haul them back. You can go and rescue them. You can find that one. You can find that one. You can find that one and call them into the house of God. This place can be the equipping place to train you, to launch you out into a a society that that is in desperate need of Jesus. You can say to that, Frank, just give me one hour of your time. So we've worked very hard, very hard. We're, we're evaluating all the time to create services where, where people will watch, where they will hear the life-changing message of the gospel in a way they can understand and receive it. We're not changing the message, but we are changing the methods in order to reach people who, who, who need to hear the, the gospel in their heart language, who need to hear it in a way they can understand it and receive it. And because when we come in this place, we're going to be prayed up all strong. God's presence so strong when they come in. 
when those friends come in, when those people you've had encounters with come in, they will hear, they will hear a message that says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. God's riches at Christ's expense. They will hear that there is a redeemer. Jesus, God's own son. This will be a place where they can hear that there is a God in heaven who loves them. And maybe, just maybe in the course of that service, the spirit of God gently begins to knock on their heart. That they will be given an opportunity where they can open their heart. And let the same Christ who changed me all those years ago and the same Christ who changed you, anybody's life's been changed by Christ. Come on, show me now. That same Christ can come and change their life as he has changed ours. This place is not just for us to enjoy, it's for us to deploy into mission, into all that God has for us. Because we want to connect people ultimately. Ultimately to what? We want to connect them to their creator. We want to connect them. We want them to find Christ. We want to connect and restore that relationship that was broken and restore them back to Christ. For we want to connect people to their God-given destiny, that they would understand that they're not just a cosmic accident, that they're not just here by chance, as Richard Dawkins would have us believe, but that God has somehow, in the the mystery of time, has touched and brought about and that you're born with a purpose and you're born with a destiny. You're not just some uh, glorified monkey that's come out, but but that God has called you. He has written your name. The Bible says he has knit you together in your mother's womb. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and, 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 and that people would, and that when they come in here would begin to know for, that, that God has a purpose and a plan for them. Yeah. Plan for a hope for a future in the midst of such hopelessness. We want to connect people to faith. We want to connect people uh, to hope and a, and a God who can do miracles, who can, who can take impossible circumstances and turn them around. That they would see miracles, like uh, not just physical miracles, but whether it be financial, whatever, in all areas of life. I mean, I, I think of our land thing. out That, that is a miracle. We're going to stop and pause. Those, those are miracles. That doesn't happen to people every day. Even in the midst of this refurbishment, we've seen uh, God's provision in ways that were just out of this world, just sort of left, uh, left field. We had to do these lights, and I hope you can uh, see that they're way better. I mean, I don't know if you can, but, but they are, trust me. They, 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 you can able to see and read and be able to uh, uh, do that and open your Bible or whatever. But, the, but here's the thing. When we did that, we weren't going to change those, but we had to because of the power and all these technical stuff but here here's the thing we didn't have money for that but isn't it funny we David was working on suddenly realized hey we've been paying too much for our power for the last little while talk to the power company miracle here's your ten thousand dollars back amen hallelujah come on I love that type I love that type of stuff ten thousand some of you are all going home and you're going to be checking your power bills right now you're going to be going oh my lord I better check it I better check it why not you never know 
he's a God of miracles. And we want to connect people to community. We want to connect them to a community, to a family of of believers that that can pray into situations and 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 make situations happen. I I was in uh, VT uh, VTK with Ruben the other day, getting his first warrant for his car, and uh, so we're sitting in there. And I say, we walked in. I sat down. These this couple on the other side of the thing said, "Hello." And we're like, oh, hello. I'd met them uh, the week before at a Chinese New Year's party at Fiona's house. And uh, they were just starting to talk, talk to me. And the uh, Chinese lady was like, man, I hear a lot about your church. And I was like, oh, good, good. And it's like, yeah, yeah. The people who go to your church, and you can t- pat yourself on the back there, they say that they feel so loved. Actually, she's talking Chinese like that, but it was just, and they are fit. Now the husband's getting up. He's, he's like, okay, make the car's ready because the warrant's there. And she's like, you go, you go, you go. I'm talking to pastor. I want to find out secret of success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're there talking to me and Ruben, and she's, uh, she's, she was just asking, that the people feel so loved. And I, I thought, how cool is that? Yeah. That, that community is that they can come in there, and you might be sitting here and going, well, they haven't loved me. <laughs> Stand up right now and we'll give you a hug wherever you are. We just want to love everybody. Okay, so, so, so the, again, that, that's our heart. They don't feel judged. They don't feel, uh, but they just feel loved. And we're, but, but, but they know God is at work in their life. And I thought that's kind of cool. What, how great is it? And to be part of a community, connect them to a community of greater that we're part of the New Life family. Thousands of us right across the nation. And that what we pray here can make a difference somewhere else. Pastor Jack Lamborn was um, uh, telling us of his son who's been addicted to pee and had left his wife and stuff and he's been battling with it. He told us at the men's camp, he just was open and honest. This is the stuff he was going through. And, and, he, and he was like praying. I know people from this church because they're connected to community and connected to God started to pray for his son. That was just a year ago. And Jack texts me this week, hallelujah, that he's man been back home now. He's been free and off pee for about four weeks back with his wife. And what, what better? a way to connect people to a family instead of doing life alone we want to connect people to God connect people to Christ connect people to faith connect people to community connect them to hope and ultimately their creator that's what we want to do it's part of what we want to do is connect church so where do we start where do we start? How do we begin that process? Well, people ask Jesus, what is the most important thing? What is the most important thing, Jesus? Jesus said this, here's the, here's the most important thing. Here I, Israel, be someone who loves the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second most important thing is this, that you would love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So where do we start, Connect Church? How are we going to impact our community? What smart strategies do we have? Well, we haven't got any because we've been up all night putting this together. (laughs) What are you going to know? What's your plans? Haven't got a clue. And that's the honest truth. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, we've been, been hard. There's a few of us and the teens pull themselves together. But here's what I do know. Here's our strategic plan. That we're going to love God. 
I'm not just talking about because, listen, the church is not the steeple, it's the people, okay? It's you, you are the church. And if we're gonna reach a community, it's not, well, what's Pastor Adam doing to reach the community? Well, Pastor Adam is raising up a generation of people right now. Pastor Adam's talking to people right now, equipping you and putting a call on your life to get our mission to deploy and get ready for that which God, I don't know why I'm standing like that. That's a, <laughs> you gotta watch it, I'm on TV. Okay, so, but, but we, we've gotta understand this call that God has given us to. And imagine if every single one of us here would love our enemies. Imagine uh, that person who annoys us and gets on our nerves. Imagine if people would see us at work and we just work so amazing and have such a good work ethic because we love God and we, we don't work because we, we have to, we work because we want to and we just want to serve and we just want to give glory to God. Imagine if we just started in every area and aspect to love God with all of our heart. I'm talking to you, my friend. I'm talking to you that you would love Love God. Tell, to turn to the person next to you and say, the preacher's talking good things today. The preacher's talking good things. We would love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. And then we'd love our neighbor as ourselves. What difference could we make? What difference could we make? What, what part of this community could we change? How, how, how would this town different? How many pea addicts could be, be brought back from the, uh, and how, how many marriages could be restored? Because I've been, I've been in a place where marriages have been on the, uh, on the brink and we've been able to just give a word or uh, just in season, just in a place and be able to save that and pull it back from, pull it back from the edge. What could we do? What could you do? If we would love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength, and then love our neighbor as we love ourselves. John Wesley, the great preacher, when he was reflecting on the, these commandments, he said this. In response to Christ's commands, he said, he said, do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. As I've said, this is not just for us to enjoy, but to help us deploy into all that God has for us to get on mission. And so now, as I said, the master calls, calls into his servants to go out to the roads, the country lanes, and compel them to come in so that my house will be full. I mean, we've made room. We've got lots of room to fill up. Great environment now between the two services. So as we grow up, we can, we can keep growing, keep growing, keep growing, keep growing and fill it up. And then who knows, do another one. I don't know, at night or whatever. I don't, I don't know, but there's many people who need to know Jesus in this place that his house might be full. You know, sometimes we say to God, use me. And then he does and we say, I feel used. 
But why not allow God to, to use you to change somebody's life? Maybe 20 years from now, they'll remember you and go, wow, you know, I met that guy and he invited me to church. I mean, I weep every time I think about the guy who invited me to church. It changed, changed my destiny. It changed everything. You can be that person. Don't keep quiet about the good news. Let's reach out, connect church, and connect people with a loving Father, with Jesus Christ, and the power of His Holy Spirit at work in our lives. In Jesus.